everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about emotional maturity and one of the telltale signs that someone is emotionally mature. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes of this episode. Also, if you want to work together and learn how to create an exclusive relationship instead of another situationship or casual relationship, I can show you how to do that. Go to my website, ambergrubman.com forward slash coaching and get on the waitlist for the next coaching program opening and you can learn more about how we work together and how I can help you go from dating to exclusive. So today we're talking about emotional maturity. And this is a concept that for me was really shaped by a psychologist called Lindsay Gibson. She wrote several books all around this topic and specifically relating to parents. Her most famous book or one of the famous books that she has is called Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. And I do want to clarify, my parents are awesome (laughs) and I still got so much out of this book. I highly recommend it to everybody because everybody comes across different levels of emotionally mature people. Um, Some people are more mature, some people who are less. And reading this book can really help you make sense of the experiences that you have when you come into contact or connection or relationship with someone who is not very emotionally mature. This is a concept that is especially important when we're talking about dating. When we are dating, we are really opening up ourselves to so many different kinds of people, especially with online dating. When we meet people, they're often people that we've never heard of before, never seen before. They're just a complete stranger that we are agreeing to connect with. And therefore, there's this additional level of vulnerability when we're connecting in modern dating. And so 100% with certainty, you will encounter people who are emotionally immature. And there are many different forms of this. And today we're going to talk about one key difference between emotionally mature and immature people, which you want to look out for in the early stages of dating. And especially once you're starting to create an exclusive relationship and once you're in a relationship. So that key difference is when there is a challenge, a setback, a hard day, a hard week, a difficult conversation, or some other type of negativity that the relationship is exposed to or experiences, you will be in the loop about that negativity. So for example, if you're a pretty sensitive person, if you maybe even lean towards being kind of an anxious dater or feeling anxious in relationships, you might just notice those subtle differences in the way that you and your partner are connecting. And maybe one week you're noticing that things are feeling less affectionate, you're less connected, things are just feeling kind of low, they're not really feeling the way that they would feel if you were an optimal connection. So when you're with someone that is maybe more leaning towards being emotionally immature, what will often be the case is you'll have no idea why that's happening. You won't know if they're just stressed at work, 
You won't know if it's about you or about something else. You won't know if you're, they're upset with you. You won't know if there's a topic you need to discuss or if there's something you're doing that's irritating them or if there's an issue that needs to be addressed or if it's about their friend or if they're just having a low mood that week, you'll be confused. And that's the big theme with emotional immaturity is confusion. There was another podcast episode that I did called Confusion, Hope, and Relief. And those are the three big emotions that we want to look out for in early dating that can signal that we might be with somebody where emotional maturity, kindness, and respect are not the foundation of that relationship. So on the opposite end of the spectrum, when you are with an emotionally mature person, what we don't want to think is, yeah, that's a relationship where everything feels amazing all the time because they always perfectly do everything perfect (laughs) and they are just always so nice and everything's amazing all the time. That's not what it means to be in an emotionally mature relationship. You will still have low weeks, low moods, difficult, stressful situations and circumstances that surround you too, that affect your relationship. You will have uncomfortable and difficult conversations. And the big difference will be that when there is a low mood or a shift in the relationship, when there's a challenge, when any of those circumstances are present, you'll feel that negativity, you'll feel that shift in the relationship, and you'll have a good understanding of why it's like that. You will know if there's an issue between the two of you that you're working out. You'll know if they are stressed at work because they will be open with you about what's going on in their life. You will know if they are feeling depressed that week. You will know if they need to talk to you about something. You will be in the loop. And what that allows you to do is deal with the circumstances or move through the circumstances or shift or mood change without getting confused, without questioning everything, without doing so much emotional labor where you're working so hard to figure out what is even going on in the relationship. So of course there can be some moments where Maybe someone's sorting out their feelings, or maybe you're sorting out your feelings, or something's not quite feeling right in the relationship, and it takes a little while to figure out what that is and work through it with the other person. But when you are in a relationship that is mostly emotionally mature, you will not have weeks go by where you feel utterly confused about what's going on. So one thing we've talked about on this podcast as well is checking in once a week with how the connection is going. Not checking tit for tat, not checking once an hour. How are we now? How are we now? (laughs) Checking in maybe at the end of the week and kind of looking at it overall. How's it feeling? How am I feeling in this connection? And if you notice one week, two weeks, half of the time, 70% of the time, the majority of the time you're confused, you don't know what's going on because sometimes he's super nice and then the next day he's suddenly in a really cold and bad mood. Sometimes he's super affectionate and then suddenly things change and you don't know why because you had so much fun together and then things are different the next time. That is 
probably not going to be the best foundation to build off of. And that's what we're really focusing on in the dating phase. We're thinking about what is this foundation made of? And is this something that I can build on? And if you are feeling confused consistently before you are even exclusive, then that's probably not going to be the connection that you want to pursue. In the right connection, when you have those dips in the connection, those times that don't feel great because there is some sort of challenge, and at the same time, there's a sense of transparency and vulnerability through those challenges, what the result will be at the end is a deeper connection and more trust in your connection and more trust in your ability as a couple to move through things. When you are in a connection where that isn't the case, when there isn't transparency, vulnerability, and the one, one of the two people isn't considering the experience of the other person emotionally in that relationship on a consistent basis, the result will be, even when things get better for a moment, you don't trust it. You're waiting for the next time that this person drops the ball or shuts you out. And every single time that it happens, you lose more and more trust in your ability to maintain the relationship or build on the relationship. So the good times come around and you're holding really tight to them because you don't know how long they will last. And you don't know if the next challenge will break you because you didn't get stronger from the challenge. And the only way to get stronger from challenges as a couple is vulnerability and transparency. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. I also just wanted to give you a quick update. I know I took a break from the podcast, citing that I was (laughs) working on my book, which I was, and I'm still really struggling with it. That's, That's the honest update. Wanted to be vulnerable and transparent and let you be in the loop. (laughs) Um, The book is completely written. I'm happy with 70% of it. I'm not happy with the first part of it and I'm still working on it. And I know that at some point you just have to publish it, but I really do want to be proud of it when I publish it and something is just not feeling in alignment with the first section of the book. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes. But either way, I had a group call today with some women in the program and this was a topic that came up. So I was just really excited to share this with you all and I couldn't resist podcasting. So I had to come back. Nice to connect with you again and I'll talk to you next week. Have a good day. Bye.